Welcome to the next episode of Anansaib. Do you ever feel like the spiritual path feels like way too much work? Well, in this episode, we're going to be asking the obvious question, why should we bother living a spiritual life? We're looking at verse number 22 today, and it starts by Guruji saying, If one turns away from the Guru, without the true Guru, freedom isn't obtained. Freedom isn't obtained anywhere else. Go and ask the wisest ones. Roaming through countless lives they return. Without the true Guru, freedom isn't obtained. Finally, freedom is obtained by embracing the feet as the true Guru speaks the word. Says Nanak, reflect on this. Without the true Guru, freedom isn't obtained. In the last verse, we explored the idea of the healthy mind the mindset of enlightenment, which was called the Sanmuk. Here we look at the opposite, and Guru starts by using this word Vemuk. Jeko Gurte Vemuk Hove Bin Satkur Muktnapave. If one turns away from the Guru, if they become Vemuk to turn away, without the true Guru, freedom isn't obtained. So, how do you turn away from the Guru? Turning away means to look elsewhere for meaning and purpose in our life, to look at the world as a way to find the real purpose of why we're here. And this is what most of us do. We generally revolve our life around our family, our lifestyles, our habits, our hobbies, interests, our possessions, our finances, our career. And some of us may dedicate our life to service to community to charity and some of us may even dedicate our life to a particular religion and the guru is saying without guru all of these people have have lost something they are not able to free themselves so what does this mean now if we look at those who align themselves with a particular religion almost every one of them is convinced that the actions that they're doing is somehow superior to any other tradition. They are convinced of the superiority of their own religion as the only way to give them some security in an afterlife. Somehow it protects their soul after they die. And if we look at all the religious followers and all the different practices that they're doing, if you look at, for example, in the Hindu tradition, there's a big focus on purity, purifying yourselves by doing the right actions and by worshipping and creating sacrifices in some way. If you look at uh, the Muslim, for example, they are so obedient to their prophet and they believe that following only their prophet and following the practices such as fasting, that's the only way. Christians seek salvation and a place in heaven by dedicating their life and surrendering to Jesus. And Sikhs do exactly the same thing. There are so many who believe that only by following Guru Nanak and only by taking Amrit and, and, and partaking in, in the baptism ceremony, that that is the way to some sort of freedom. And the mistake that every single one of these religious people do is that they believe in some external practices they believe in some alignment with external practices as a way of saving themselves. There are some actions that you do which is going to save you in some way, some way of identifying, belonging to this group. As long as I belong to this group, this is the group that's going to be saved. And Guru Nanak Dev Ji is 
talking to every single one of them and saying, without the Guru, you cannot find freedom. Now, is he talking about himself? Well, those who understand Gurbani will know quite clearly that Guru Nanak Dev Ji himself talks about the Guru. You look at every example right from the Mool Mantra itself, looking at this concept of Gur Prasad. Guru Nanak Dev Ji talks so many times in his Bani that I have been saved by the Guru. You look at the verses of Kabir and lots of the other mystics whose Bani is in Guru Granth Sahib, they also talk about the Guru, the grace of the Guru. So if Guru Nanak Dev Ji has a Guru, then who are we talking about? Who is Guru Nanak Dev Ji's Guru? So many Sikhs will believe that as long as you aligned with Guru Granth Sahib or Guru Nanak Dev Ji. But Guru Nanak is saying, I have a Guru and without the Guru, every human being is lost. So Guru is talking about a universal truth. Gurbani talks to all human beings about a universal truth and that universal truth is that by breaking bonds, you will find liberation. Not by tying yourself down, not by locking yourself into one particular identity. And this we see time and time again, whether you're religious or not religious, whether you're um, just following a worldly life and just living a materialistic life or you believe to have some sort of spiritual life. If you are tied down with a particular identity, then that is what the Guru is saying, that you have not got the Guru in your life. You've not got the highest understanding. So no religious belief, no religious practice is going to set you free if you don't have Guru in your life. If you don't have a realization that you are connected with life, if you don't have a realization that you yourself are nothing, but in fact everything is life acting through you, then you have not found the Guru in your life. And Gurbani goes as far as saying, Bin Satgur Kinenapayo, Bin Satgur Kinenapaya. No one has ever found enlightenment without this thing called Guru. And this applies to all spiritual masters of any tradition. Guru is saying that they all have something in their life called Guru. So the same method of enlightenment has been there throughout human history and that is self-realization. There is only one method of emancipation, liberation, salvation, redemption, call it whatever you want. There is only way, one way to be free and that is to realize who you really are. And Guru Nanak Dev Ji actually explains this concept of without a Guru, Bin Satgur. He explains this very well in a verse where he says, Ik Pagava Veskar Paramade Vin Satgur Kinenapaya. Some wander around in saffron robes, but without the true Guru, none have found you. Des disantar pavthake tud antar aap lukaya. They're exhausted traveling from country to country. But you, O Divine, have hidden yourself within them. Gurka Shabad Ratanahe Karchanan Aap Dikaya. The Guru's word is a jewel that you shine to reveal yourself. Apra Aap Pachanya Gurmati Sach Samaya. Realizing one's own self by following the Guru's teaching, the mortal is absorbed in truth. So the Guru is making it very clear here that to have Guru in your life is to realize what you really are. What you really are is that oneness, that divine God, life, universal life force 
that is in you, hidden inside you, and those who do not know will think that I am inside me. And they will do every action in life, whether it's a religious action or a worldly action, they will do it with this delusional thought, I am doing everything. I am the doer of this. And as soon as you do any action, whether it's religious or not, as soon as you do anything in life with the thought, I am doing this, that is called vemuk, to turn your back on enlightenment, to have the wrong way of looking at the world, to turn your, way, your back on the Guru's way of thinking. So when you turn away from acknowledging that life is doing all things and life is inside all things, that is when you are turning away from enlightenment. That has been called Vemuk. And you've forgotten that you are simply part of the bigger flow of life. And when we start to use this language, let's now be clear what we mean by these things. By life, we mean truth. We mean God. By life, we mean permanence or divinity. Flow means hukam. When you have forgotten that all that is happening is the divine flow, all that is happening is the universal game being played here, that is when you are vemuk. When you realize that it's called Nam, when you remember, when you're awakened or enlightened to this way of, of living, you are in a state of Nam. And Guru is that which takes you from that darkness to light. And the Guru is the message of oneness that has come through those people who have connected with that oneness, who've realized that oneness. Their words, their message, coming from that space of connectedness is called Guru. And you cannot get to that space without this transformation happening to you. And this is what Gurbani means, Bin Satgur Nobody will find it. Nobody is gonna find freedom. Nobody is gonna be able to free themselves from themselves unless they are transformed. Transformed from the darkness of themselves into the light of oneness. So you can't realize this without an inner transformation happening to you. A transformation from your darkness to your light, from your gu to your ru, from your ignorance to your awareness. And as long as you're not facing this enlightenment, then you are trapped in your own darkness. Think about it like when you are walking with the sun behind you. All you can see is this long, dark shadow of yourself. As long as you have the sun behind you, you can see a dark shadow in front of you. As soon as you turn to face the sun, then all you see is light. Then all the darkness and the shadows have disappeared. So this is where Guru goes on to now explain. Pave mukt na koi jai. Freedom isn't obtained anywhere else. Go and ask the wisest ones. So Guruji uses this word freedom, mukti here. Freedom is about awakening. How do you awaken yourself? If you aren't awakened, if you don't know what you really are, then you're caught in the trap of yourself. You're caught in the trap of the world, in the delusion of I am me 
and I am stuck in this world and I have to deal with all of these problems and all of these burdens of life itself. Because you're trapped in you, then you feel the weight of that trap. You feel the weight of all the things that are tying you down. And a lot of people might actually think, well, you know what, the world isn't that bad. The world isn't that difficult. I can deal with it. And in Punjabi, there's a really famous example, which is called Kudadadu, the frog stuck in the well. And it gives the example that there are two frogs that are in a well, and one frog who has been outside and seen the big wide world is trying to convince the other one that the well isn't the whole world. There's so much more out there. I've been there, I've seen it. And the other one who's never seen anything outside believes the well to be the entire world. They think that this is it. There is nothing more than this. They can't imagine the wilderness. They can't imagine lakes and mountains and fields. They can't imagine that much because all they've ever known is the limitations of the well. And it's, it's, it's with this same way of thinking that we think, you know what, life is okay. It's, it's not so bad. But we can't imagine what life is like without the shackles of our own self, without the weight and the burden of this ego. We can't imagine it, but we've felt the pain of it. We've known how difficult life can get. We've known the trauma, the emotional turmoil, the suffering that we face on a day-to-day -day basis, but we don't believe that there's anything out of it. In fact, we say that this is healthy, this is normal. To be able to go through a range of emotions of sometimes happy and sometimes sad, we think that's absolutely fine, that's normal. And the ones who have known life to be free from all of these things, they're trying to convince us, look, this is, this is not the best way to live life. And this has been the struggle of every enlightened master, to try and explain to people an experience that they've had, where they've lost all their stresses in life. They've no, they're no longer stuck within it. They are free because they are detached from the world. They have let go and experienced the highest bliss, which is the name of this whole composition called Anand. The highest bliss, they're in that, that state. So enlightenment is to realize what you really are. To be free from your own limited understanding of yourself. And Guru is, over the last couple of verses, trying to explain to us these two ways of living, living life. To look at the world through the darkness of your own I amness, or to look at the world through the light of oneness. Guru goes on to explain, Anek Juni Param Ave Vin Satgur Mukatnapai. Roaming through countless lives, they return. Without the true Guru, freedom isn't obtained. Every moment that you forget your divinity, every moment that you fall into the world, has been described by spiritual masters as your death, as a spiritual death. And every moment that you remember your true nature, when you're in Nam, when you're in your awakening, that is known as a rebirth. We see this in the Reras, in the evening verses that are read. Guru Nanak Dev Ji says, Akhan jiva visre marjao, akhan okha satyanao. Chanting the name I live, forgetting it I die. It is so difficult to chant the true name. 
How many times have you been so lost in your troubles and you've remembered this is not the right way to live? I need to connect. I need to be in my oneness. I need to remember that divinity. And you've been so convinced at that moment, this is it, I'm going to stay here now. How many times have you tried so hard to live this spiritual life, to have this spiritual mindset, and then you've fallen again and again? And the reason we fall is we fall back into our habit of building bridges with the world, of creating attachments to ourselves, creating attachments to the things around us. And as soon as we do that, we create those attachments because for a moment, we, we think happiness is, is, is back there again. I can go back to how life used to be. I can think the way I used to think. I don't feel as bad anymore. I don't need spirituality, meditation anymore. I can just carry on with my normal life. You go back to your normal life and then the, the troubles and the suffering that comes with that way of thinking come back in. So we're constantly making this mistake. And every time we make the mistake of creating a bridge with the world, we experience the suffering and then we realize our mistake again. And this is known in Reras, in the evening verses, as Dukadaru, the medicine of suffering. Every time you suffer, it's a medicine because it reminds you, it brings you back. And we're always going through this exhausting, tiring cycle of forgetting and then remembering again. And this is what Gurbani has called death and rebirth. And sometimes we see it as coming and going, the words coming and going, that our mind is constantly coming and going. It's coming back home to who we really are, and then it's going out again. It's forgetting again. So here we see this line about Aneka Juni Param Ave. Time and time again, we have gone through this journey of remembering the oneness and then forgetting again. And this is this constant cycle of being born again and again and again, and then dying again by forgetting who we really are. There's a beautiful verse that I try to remember every morning by Bhagat Ravidas. And it says, janam mato, janam For so many lives, I've been separated from you, O Lord. I dedicate this life to you. And for me, what I use that as a reminder to say, yesterday I thought that I was going to be at my spiritual best, and for whatever reason, I failed. I didn't, I, I, I forgot, I, I got angry at my, my family members, or I got stressed at some problem at work, or I started getting attached to worldly pleasures and thinking that those things were going to bring me happiness. Every day I try and dedicate myself and I've wasted that day. I've wasted that moment. There's so many moments, so many times I've died, so many times I've been born again. I don't know whether I can do it again, but right now, this moment I dedicate to you. This life, this bit of time, that right for this very moment, I am remembering you and I'm remembering to prioritize the truth of life, the oneness of life itself. This moment I dedicate to you. And it means that we don't have this delusion that we can control how our mind is going to function. I mean, there have been so many times where I'm sure you felt determined that this is it. I'm, I'm not going to forget anymore. Uh, this time I'm going to hold on to the Guru's words. And it only lasts for a few seconds because straight away you fall back into your old ways. 
And the best piece of advice that I ever heard was actually from Gurukha Singh from Sikhnet. He made a video about this many years ago. And he said, every time that you forget, don't beat yourself up. Don't judge yourself. Don't create this victim mentality that I've not done it and, and, and I'm so bad and I'm such a sinner. Just stay in your bliss now. If you're remembering now, stay there now. Don't get your mind into a different mentality of beating yourself up for not remembering. You're remembering right now, stay in that remembrance and accept it. Accept this as the play of life. Accept this as the hukum, the game of life itself, that within this game, people will be remembering and forgetting. You will go through this journey again and again. Because if you create this victim mentality, then you fall back into the trap that I am me, I am a victim, I feel stuck in this body, I wish I could get more. As soon as the I am comes back in, you've fallen again, you've forgotten again. So Nam is not about I must remember God, it's not about me and a God, it's about remembering this is you, everything is you, the pressure of remembering you I also surrender to you. I don't hold on to that burden of remembering you as well. I, li I give that up to you as well because I've tried too many times. I've tried so many times to be better, to be well, to be in my enlightened state, to be better with how I interact with the world and deal with people and deal with myself. And my mind isn't capable of doing it. So I'll, I'll just surrender that to you as well. So don't fall back into this victim mentality. Just realize every moment that you remember, that's a gift. Don't see that as an achievement, see that as a grace. And you begin to understand how little control you have and what grace really means. And now all of these verses that we've heard so many times where Guru is saying, this cannot be done by me alone. This is the Guru's grace. Now you start to understand that me forgetting at every moment and being allowed to remember again, that is that grace. So this is this concept that I want us to try and understand the idea of being born again. Dying means forgetting. Remembering means to be born again. And every time we die, we reattach ourselves to our mind, our body, and our world around us. Our tan man dan. Every time you attach yourself to those things, then you are a vemuk. You have turned away from the enlightened way of thinking. You are manmuk, you are reattaching to the thoughts of your mind. We saw this in verse 9 where Guru said, Tan man dhan sab somp gurko hukum manye paye. Body, mind, wealth, surrender all to the Guru, accepting divine will, it is obtained. As soon as you accept that none of these things are mine, nothing in life belongs to me, there is no me. As soon as you accept that hukam, that is when you start to surrender and let go of me, myself, my body, my things, my life, my world. You start to just surrender ownership, surrender attachment to these things, and you embrace the Guru's word. You embrace the Guru's teachings of enlightenment, of the higher way of thinking. So we need to understand the difference between these two ways of thinking, the Sanamuk and the Vemuk. The one who is attached to the Guru's life, the Guru's mindset, the Guru's way of living, or the Vemuk, the one who is attached to themselves. And we need to start to become 
more detached from the world. We need to stop caring so deeply about this dream that we call life. And this is not easy to do. We've seen in previous verses the idea of the Pagta ki Chal Nirali, the unique and difficult path of the devotee, of the enlightened one. We need to try to walk this tightrope of being attentive to the world, yet indifferent to it. Being in the world, but be, not being of it. Being within the world, but mentally being removed from it. And what we do is our body is in the world and our mind is in the world. And we are convinced that I need to do as much as I can to protect myself and secure myself in this world. And we need to realize that this isn't our world. This is not your world or my world. This is just an ongoing drama, a play, a show of life itself. And your character makes an appearance for a very short moment of time. Think about time. Think about how long, just human history alone, how long have humans been around? How long will humans be around? And in that entire story of just human beings, how long is your story? It's here for not even a blink of an eye. And you take life so seriously. And Guru is saying, don't be so convinced. Don't be so convinced about your own importance. Because whatever you do, your ship is sinking. Whatever you do, death is coming. So don't be so tied down to these things. Set yourself free. Set yourself free from your ideas of, of self-importance. Otherwise, you're noticing that the ship is sinking. And what you do is you tie yourself to the ship. And somehow, in a frantic way, you're running around trying to tie yourself down to things to provide yourself some kind of security. But you're trying to get security on the very thing that is sinking. Your life is slipping away. Your breaths are running out. Your family that you're tying yourself to, even they're not going to be around. And we've heard this already. The Guru's already reminded us. Why are you attaching yourself to all of these things? The truth of the matter is all of these things are fading away and Guru is reminding you time and time again, don't tie yourself down to these things in order to get some kind of security. The enlightened way of thinking is your real lifeboat. The Guru, the Nam, the awakened way of thinking is your lifeboat, is the way of you setting yourself free, the enlightened or the awakened perspective. And Guru clarifies this in the next line. Fir mukat pae lag charni, satguru shabad sunai. Finally, freedom is obtained by embracing the feet as the true Guru speaks the word. And we see this word again, feet, being mentioned. And remember last time we talked about feet being the teachings of the Guru itself. So freedom is tied in with the teachings. When you humble yourself and surrender your mind to the wisdom of enlightenment, when you remember what you really are, that is what is known as freedom, mukti, liberation. And Guru ends by saying, Kehe nanak vichar dekho, vin satgur mukat na Says Nanak, reflect on this. Without the true Guru, freedom isn't obtained. In this verse alone, Guru has repeated three times the same line, Vin Satgur Mukat 
Without the true Guru, freedom isn't obtained. Without enlightenment, you cannot be free. Without this awakened perspective, you will fall. You will not be able to realize the truth of what you are because the world is too convincing. The trap is too strong. The delusion feels too real and it's so hard to escape from it. And in these two verses, the Guru has given us two ways to understand how to live. The Sanamuk or the Gurmuk way and Vemuk and the Manamuk way. And we shouldn't see these as types of people. This is a mistake that people make when they're trying to read Gurbani, that a Gurmuk or a Manamuk is a type of person. But more we're understanding now that Gurmuk and Manamuk are types of mindset. They're states of mind. This is something that you will go through throughout your life. You will swing between Vemuk and Sanamuk, between Gurmuk and Manamuk. You will swing between awakening and forgetting. And you will constantly go through this cycle of being born and remembering again and then dying again, forgetting and falling back into the world. The more we are blessed to attach ourselves to the words of awakening, the practices of awakening, the mindset of awakening and the people of awakening, the less we will forget, the less we will die back into the world, the more we will know our innate bliss of freedom. Answer the following questions either by writing them down or discussing them in your groups. What would freedom look like in your own life? When do you experience the most freedom from the burdens of life? What is your understanding of turning toward and away from the Guru? Why is remembering your true self seen as a rebirth? Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. Nanak Nam is here to help transform the lives of people all around the world through the wisdom of Gurmat spirituality. And none of this work is possible without your support. If you feel that even more people could benefit by hearing Guru Nanak's message of oneness, then please consider setting up a regular monthly donation by visiting our website nanaknam.org forward slash donate. With your support, we're taking Gurmat global.